Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I'm Mike. Scott's here. Joe's behind the computer. It's Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Super pumped. Okay, cool. <laughs> you pump up one. Deal. Joe, how you feeling tonight, bud? Lovely. All right, good, good. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to talk a little Masters, a little, little mm. gambling on the Masters tonight. We're um, talking broke AAF. <laughs> I am so, how long have you been sitting on that promo? You know, I tweeted that? that out the other day. I didn't even notice that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah, even yeah. catch that. That's, Broke AAF. That's amazing. <laughs> Talk about that. Uh, final four coming up. Uh, Russell Westbrook going crazy. It's not the final four we wanted, but the final four we deserve. Well, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, and we're going to find out if Le'Veon Bell's uh, track is fire or trash. Spoiler alert, it's trash. <laughs> Now, is it hot or cold trash? Mm. That's what you need to stick around to find out. <laughs> All that and more. Tons of good stuff in, uh, in Upper Deck this week. So stick around, share out the show, help us out. Uh, let's get right into our Would You Rather for this week. Uh, Scott, I'll throw it to you, man, so you can break this one down for us. All righty. Uh, this kind of is the lotto question, but tying it into sports, when you get a big fat contract like Mr. Bryce Harper did recently and Mike Trout, would you rather have it paid out over the life of the contract? So within the agreed upon years with all that money coming, you know, mostly up front, essentially little on the back end, but just a frame of time when you're playing, or would you like to go the Bobby Bonilla route and have it all deferred and be getting paid millions, a million dollars each year for years after you retire? All right. So, uh we always do this. We're always like, well, stick around for our answers. We give our answers anyways. We just stick around for the, the poll results. What do you think is the better option here? If you're getting that contract, what do you want to get? Do you want the more per year or are you oh. deferring it? I've always said, if and probably in the back of my mind, knowing that I'll never hit the lotto, so it's easier to say, I would take the payments over the long time so that yeah. I could get a paycheck every year and yada, yada, yada. And I've never been faced with the question, but I feel like faced with it. Just give me all up front. 
See, John Proctor on the uh, one of the statuses said, "We're not here for a good time. We're, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time." And it's, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, it's like, eh. and I always think, you know, people will say you could set up your family uh, if you do it over the long term, so that they have it. I'm like, I mean, if I get it all up front, I'm setting up my family too because I'll invest it and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, uh, there was a guy Mike that said he wants the more per year. Which is basically what this is. Do you want more per year or do you want a smaller amount over a Long longer time. period of right. time? Uh, and he said he wanted more per, more per year because he's good with his money. And I think that's a fair point. Like if you can manage your money well, if you can handle it, then that's, my that's a good way to go. I'm really good at managing money. But, so I'm all about just give it to me and I'll figure it out. But here's the thing. Here's the way I kind of look at this. If you're an athlete, right? We're talking sports contracts here. Mm-hmm. I might be willing to take less per year because I'm going to get supplemental income with my sponsorship deals. You know, I can get a deal with Nike. I can get a deal. You know, I'm going to make my money while I'm playing. Those sponsorship deals dry up once you, unless you're like, I'm going to open up a car lot. So that's, that's what I'm going to do to make money. So it might not be a bad idea to defer those payments and live off your sponsorship deals. And then after you retire, you're still getting a million plus a year uh, randomly. I agree with you. And there's also a slight difference when I try to make the lotto comparison, but there's also Bobby Bonilla almost has more fame in his post career because of this Bobby Bonilla right. day every right. year when he gets yeah. paid. I mean, people who watch baseball knew who Bobby Bonilla right. was when he played, but he was never a superstar. He had a few shining moments here and there, but there, this is a thing where his legacy has kind of lived on and people who wouldn't otherwise know who Bobby Bonilla is know because, oh, by the way, the Mets are still paying this guy and he hasn't played since, you know, forever ago. Right. So there is also kind of that. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the Bryce Harper thing goes because Bryce Harper, uh, it was – reported this week that their owners had thrown out that they were basically going to be paying. Oh, not, not thrown out. They slid an envelope yeah. to him like super uh, douchebag and tchotchke like, go ahead and take a look at that number. Yeah. Uh, and, and they would have been paying him for what? <laughs> what kind of some insane amount of years after he was done playing baseball. Right. Yeah. So well, we got, we got some people chiming in on the Facebook live feed. Uh, our good friends over at scout team radio, Chris America and Loudbeard. They're both chiming oh, in Loudbeard's on this one. Too. Loudbeard said, uh, most people say they're good with their money, but in reality they aren't longer is better. Give me the Bonilla deal. And I think he's onto something there. Most people are like, no, no, no I'm good with money. Uh, where'd my money go? Can I, can I get some more? <laughs> uh, I spend all of my days fearing going broke, so I I would be okay. Uh, Chris America says he's going to sell whiskey and call out other fighters eight days after I retire. <laughs> uh, good, good call. Should retiring quotes. <laughs> uh, and then Anthony says, "Give me Mark Walton." Uh, give Mark Walton an extension. All right, cool. Uh, always anyways. going back to some Lakers. Thing. Always, every always time. Always doing that. Just can't help himself. Uh, that's Luke Walton for right. the Lakers. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Same difference. Anonymous Walton. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what are you doing? You want the money uh, more uh, more per year or, or duration? I want my money to work for me, not me working for my money. Okay, so either way, like, so you you want the longer time because you want to be able to just sit down and do nothing and get paid. No, give me it now <laughs> so I can mess with it. Both both ways you get money for doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nah, give me it now. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Well, you guys can uh, chime in, vote uh, Facebook and Twitter 
at Craft Sports. Cast your votes. We'll reveal what America has to say at the end of the episode. And speaking of America, back to Chris America and Loud Beer. Check them out on 12 Ounce Sports Radio every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. on Scout Team Radio. They're you're, the best. You're going to be on there tomorrow, too. I am going to be live on there tomorrow. Live tweeting with them. Yeah, live tweeting. I've been your doing a lot pick. of tweeting with them this week. We're going to talk about your draft we'll picks. I'm going to convince you to, to pick the Bucking Bronco. You're not going to. Let's get into our beer of the week <laughs> this week. Uh, and first pour, as always, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We use them on the show. We use them in real life. If you are a baseball fan, you know a baseball fan, get yourself a baseball bat to drink Hold your beer out of. Is the show not real life? Well, uh, I mean, like... Outside of the show, I know, but you said she said it as if the show is in some alternate reality. It's it kind of feels like it. Oh, okay. It does kind of feel that way, well, right? That's fair. I just want right, to yeah, be yeah. sure. Is this, okay. is this not happening? Is this not real? <laughs> no, it's it really it's not. Okay. Uh, we got the hookup for you though. <laughs> Go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Use the code craftbrewed, all one word. Get twenty percent off your entire order. Drink your beer out of a bat like a real man <laughs> <laughs> or a woman or a woman. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. that's yeah. A, they, and they have wine glasses too. They do they, have it's wine glasses. It's not just the the beer mugs, and and they also have shot glasses. So go on over to Dugout Mugs and check out their entire selection. Uh, by the way, Hefe joined in. Uh, Jeff from from Twelve Ounce says nobody buys lottery ticket then wins and says, "Yeah, hold that shit over the next thirty years and just give me a little each year, lump sum." I flipped the flag. Can you please I play the, the loser ah. game show sound? Congratulations, what? Motherfucker, you! Congratulations, we are now. Welcome to Craft Root Sports After Dark. Yeah, we are uh, now in explicit mode, man. thanks to Mike, who can't hold his tongue even when reading comments. That might have been the quickest we that flipped was it. Easily the quickest we flipped. <laughs> we didn't even it. get to introduce the beer yet, and I flipped it. Two dollars. God, I suck. All right, I'll pay Swear for it. Swear Damn drive. it! All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jeff. Appreciate you, man, oh, for wow. getting me on that one. All right, you this week's... the worst. I really am. I'm <laughs> terrible at this. Uh, this week's beer, we are drinking Dump Truck of the Gods. It is a... Dumps like what? 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 <laughs> this is a mega IPA, which I didn't even know, I didn't know existed. I've heard of double no IPAs. IPA. I've heard of triple IPAs. This is a mega. Yeah. So you know this one's going to be dank and hoppy. This is by Dust Bowl Brewing out of Turlock, California. 11.7% ABV. Last time we had a beer close to this heavy, we got off the rails real quick. So I'm interested to see how <laughs> well, this one goes. You've already cussed. So. <laughs> uh, they say there are tons of hops in this. Orange and grapefruit. Smooth mouthfeel. We all, we all love we our mouthfeel mouth on the show. Uh, and all of that balances the super high ABV. A little less than four caps on untapped. Scott... You're getting more into this IPA fandom. What are your initial thoughts on Dump Truck of the Gods? Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> this hits you in the face like a dump truck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the 11.4 is coming in strong. 11.7. Is 11.7? Yeah. yeah it, it is no joke. Um, pretty solid flavor. I do taste uh, the, the fruit flavor that they, they mentioned. So Muted. Like Muted. That. I like that, though. Um, they, they aren't disappointing as far as what they, they mention is in there. Four brusher, though. Ooh, it's, it's a lot of brushes. <laughs> this is going to take a lot it's a to lot get of brushes. off the palate. Uh, Joe, you skipped out on the stout last week because you are straight up IPAs right into your veins. What do you think of this one? Mm, yeah, baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always sound so creepy when you Dude, like you, you were uh, not sitting in your chair when he first cracked it open and took a sip. And Joe gave me one of those, oh, yeah. <laughs> just didn't say anything, just, oh, yeah. Just go, Tim the Tool Tail, oh, 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 oh. And I, and I was like, uh-oh, this is a Joe beer in, in, in the worst kind of way. I was, I was a little nervous, not going to lie. I got to be honest. Like, you can definitely, uh, you can definitely smell the it, hops in this it one. It is boozy. It's it super is boozy. boozy. But it's like our palates have definitely changed because normally Super I would changed. smell this and I'd be like, nope, not even touching that no, one. I, well, I could tell you, I would have taken my first sip of this beer a, a little over a year ago and I'd, uh, I decided right then, I'm not going to drink much of this. Yeah. It would have been over. I, we would have come in and I would have said can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it's definitely, it, it's tasty. It's really tasty. Uh, I'm, I've come to appreciate that hop flavor and this one's got a lot of hop flavor. It really does. The hops definitely cover that fruit flavor. I don't, I'm going to be picking hops out of my teeth later on. There's so many hops in this beer. Woo. Uh, but it is uh, it is pretty good. Uh, we will see how it holds up. Two 16-ouncers might be a little rough to get through tonight. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, but if you're going with the MIPA. You got to go big. Go, go big or go home, right? Go <laughs> Corey said, uh, this this beer name makes me think of the thong song. Right after which, I just yep, dropped Yep, right it. after you hit it. <laughs> uh, Robert Taylor is joining in. Robert Taylor, host of MMA to the Max. He's got a pretty sweet interview lined up tonight. He's got a UFC fighter who just won. Uh, I can't think of the dude's name, uh, but be sure to check out that show coming up just after us. Uh, let's get into Upper Deck, brought to you by Miniman Tickets. We love Miniman. You love Miniman. They're Ohio guys, uh, sports fans. They don't screw over like other ticketing companies free no fees if you call them 614-943-3000 uh, or you can hit them up minimantickets.com tell me you heard about us uh, heard about them from our show and uh you know just just spread the love Miniman's and go on over peoples. to facebook and like them they got all sorts of giveaways and prizes and contests weekly so you won't be disappointed if you invest yourself in minuteman and moving right on into upper deck Killed it. Yes. All right. Uh, so last week we did the story about how Americans uh, spend money when they're drunk and it's in bizarre ways, but it generally came down to food. Uh, this week we've got a couple of guys who uh, they up the when drunk ante. Uh, and this story, while in the South, maybe we should stop making fun of Florida, man, because Florida takes a bad rap. This is the second week in a row where we have a bizarre story that doesn't come we from have Florida. A, we have a Florida man story not from Florida. Yes. No. <laughs> this one comes uh, out of Arkansas, <laughs> where uh, two idiots were arrested this week for getting drunk. But it wasn't just because they got drunk. After they got drunk, they thought it would be just a super idea if they put on... they turns putting on a bulletproof vest and shooting each other in the chest. Sounds legit. That sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good idea. You want to do it after the show? Sure. Yeah. Cool. I'm in. I mean, 11.7% ABV. It's probably not going to be much to convince me to do that. <laughs> no. This is Craft Food Sports by Joe. <laughs> uh, but the, the problem is that a neighbor happened to hear you know, them sh- firing off shots and the neighbor reported that she heard 50 to 100 shots, oh which I hope she was miscounting because the idea of these two idiots plugging... 50-plus shots into each other. Uh, She calls the cops, and uh, the cops get to the hospital because these guys ended up in the hospital. And one of them tells a story of, uh, yeah, well, what happened was I was hired to protect somebody. See, what happened was... (laughs) Somebody showed up, and (laughs) things got out of hand. I got shot at. I shot back. It was just a protection-type situation. Cops... (laughs) 
probably were a little skeptical, but thought, all right. Because the guy's well, in shorts and a wife beater. Yeah, yeah. And still hungover. All right, sounds weird, but okay. Well, they send investigators out the next day. His wife tells a different story, at which point he realizes, all right, I got to confess. So he tells what actually happens, and yeah, the cops arrest the two of them because you can't sit there and fire off shots in a residential area. Unreal, man. Yeah, Unreal. and it was a 22 caliber semi-automatic. This wasn't just your standard handgun. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds like a good idea after a night of drinking because uh, nothing could go wrong in that situation. This story's been brought to you by The South. The amazing thing about that, the bulletproof vest worked. Or yeah, they, or they didn't hit shit and just like both peppered both their of neighbor's them trailer. To tell the tale, right? right. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk some Duke. Uh, the big story, obviously, that we all want to know coming into this weekend: where is Zion's shoe? That's the question on everybody's dun, dun, mind. Dun, dun. I know people want to know who's going to win the tournament. What's going to is you know is Izzo going to get a, a no? We want to know where is this shoe? Uh, TMZ tracked down Zion and they asked him where it was and a coy Zion made it seem like he might have an idea but not really he said something to the effect of uh, you you better ask coach about that and had a little <laughs> smile on his face so TMZ did they went to the Duke Athletic Department Duke Athletic Department was like I don't know we, we don't know what happened to that maybe it got sent back to Nike so they called Nike Nike was like we have no idea where their shoe is the shoe is gone Gone. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah, gone. Yeah. It's sitting in Zion's house. He's got that in his apartment right there. And the reason why, you know, most people wouldn't think much about this. Who cares? It's a shoe that blew up on TV. Well, its estimated value is $250,000. <laughs> Sorry. Can't do it without putting the, the pinky to the mouth. You got to go, go Dr. Evil on it. $250,000. <laughs> but think about this. This dude's shoe that blew up is worth a quarter of a million dollars like that seems crazy to me man people are doing some crazy stuff these days when it comes down with how they're spending money i don't know and i don't know why zion's like pretending like he doesn't know he's he's going to the draft like you you don't have to protect your amateur status just be like yeah i got it i'm selling that shit I'm about to. I'm about to make some more money. <laughs> y'all thought tattoos. Oh, he hasn't declared yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he hasn't declared. Yet, but... He's balling out at <laughs> at the Y. Yeah, he is playing pickup ball with the homies, <laughs> dunking on them and making them look like trash. I'll see you guys at LA Fitness. That's what, that's what Zion hit him with. You think I suck? I'll see you at LA Fitness. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't seen nothing about them. Them tattoos wasn't nothing compared to this. <laughs> compared to Zion selling his blown out shoe <laughs> for two hundred. Would you? Buy no a blown no, out shoe no, for two hundred fifty thousand no, dollars. No, no, you got to be wait, a huge. Wait, what dude if fan, what right? if it, what if it was Jordan's blown out shoe? No, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a shoe. That, Would you pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars for Chipper Jones's cup? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pay two hundred fifty dollars thousand dollars for anything? No. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some an actual investment, but anything sports related. Wait, no. Chipper Jones's cup is an investment. Investment. Think of the the value that that's going to gain each and every year. A high school baseball coach in Utah uh, was placed on administrative leave because he thought he had the best idea in the world. Wet field, and what better way to straighten up that wet field and get it ready for play? 
then dousing it with gallons of gasoline and setting it on fire. I mean, it works. This is a legit thing. Hold on. This is wet. You know what I should do? Add more liquid to it and then set it ablaze. It works. (laughs) This This is a legit idea. Well, the man doesn't have a job for a little while and the field is unplayable for the foreseeable future. Scott's get on that. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Yeah, but yeah, it's dry though. <laughs> yeah, like it's real dry. It's dry. Yeah. Bone dry. The grass is burned off. It's gone. It's all dirt now. Yeah. It's just all infield, but it's dry infield. Uh, he used But is it dry? <laughs> 15 Maybe to, he was going for the sandlot. They estimated that he used 15 to 20 gallons of gasoline. That's uh, with gas prices they were there. That's what I was going to say like Three dollars a gallon to dry out the field, man. Just call Come practice. On, it's practice. We're talking about practice. And you're going to use twenty gallons of gas to, like, y'all got to get an indoor that's facility. Crazy. <laughs> Maybe that was his way of saying it. I need an indoor facility, and I'm going to show you why. Uh, I love that the school had to have like uh, the EPA or somebody come in, and the, the EPA was like, "Yeah, I mean." It's not good. This isn't a good idea. <laughs> like, we know people do it, but you, you probably shouldn't do this. Hold on, hold on. They said, people do this? This is, still, this is a thing? Dude, he you didn't. the first one. You didn't know that? No. It's legit, like, a way to, if you have, like, huge puddles in the infield, uh-huh. they will come and douse it with gasoline. Like, pour gasoline really? in it, light on fire, it burns up all the water, and then you pour in a little extra dirt, rake it, and you're good to go. No, I've never yeah, heard. Is, I've never heard of this. This is a real. This thing. is just some Looney Tunes thing. When I read the story, I thought, "What weirdo would ever <laughs> yeah, think that's I a good idea?" I definitely thought this was just like, "Hey, he was yeah. like walked into like the groundskeeper's area, and he's like, gas is flammable." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought no, he was this just is going like for legit. Uh, this is a legit way to dry out an infield. You don't use twenty gallons worth of gas, but it's and it's not like to you don't pour it over the entire infield. It's if there's a puddle that you're not getting rid of, you pour it in that puddle and. Boom. Light, light it up. It still would never occur to me to go there. <laughs> I, I would just say, I guess we're not playing today. I mean, <laughs> throw down some of that quick dry turf stuff. I mean, if that's not going to dry it out, I just can't play ball today. No player, you got to you gotta blow that up. <laughs> I'm, not do, I'm not losing my job over it. <laughs> no, well, that's the crazy part. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about one of my favorite topics in sports, bobbleheads. Woo! I love me some bobbleheads. Uh, and this year... The LA Dodgers are uh, are going to court over some bobbleheads. So it was reported that um, they paid a a company to create a Tommy Lasorda bobblehead that they were going to use as a stadium giveaway later this year. They were trying to do forty two thousand of these, which is a lot of bobbleheads to buy. Like normally, it's like that is twenty thousand. They usually try to keep them limited so that right, people so that will it's try like, to get you know you know so that out. so that it comes out to yeah. like two hundred fifty thousand dollars like Zion shoot. That's what you're trying to get to. <laughs> Uh, but no, they're they're basically handing them out to everybody at, at the stadium. Forty two thousand of them is a, a lot of bobbleheads. Um, they were going to be one hundred percent hand painted, brake resistant, poly resin, and the company took the one hundred seventy five thousand dollars and then just never made the bobbleheads. They were like, "Yeah, we got you," and we're going to AAF this and just bounce. Like we're not doing <laughs> shit for you. This is not happening. See you later. So the Dodgers oh. are now suing for these. Uh, trying to get their money back. Uh, and, you know, there are going to be tons of companies that jump on this. They're going to end up getting their Lasorda bobblehead eventually. Uh, but it's pretty crazy that this company, I don't know, uh, there's no word as to what happened with them, like why they didn't yeah, fulfill the obligation. Yeah, that was my thing reading the story was that there there was no excuse given, no, hey, we had trouble in production or, hey, we weren't going to able to meet it, so we just kind of hoped you wouldn't notice. It just... 
they just flat out. Yeah, they were just yeah, like, we didn't do it. Nah, this. <laughs> I just picture them being stoners, like, oh, bro, you were serious about that? <laughs> oh. We didn't even know who Tommy Lasardo was. We thought that was a fake name. <laughs> oh, our bad. <laughs> Uh, crazy, but now I want one of these Lasorda bobbleheads. Oh no, I, no doubt. I mean, that that was they got the thing. enough of them to go it's around. Very offensive. So. A Tommy Lasorda bobblehead of all the bo- Dodgers people that you could get a bobblehead for, I would definitely want Tommy. Yeah, Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda, uh, probably Vince Scully. That'd be a good bobblehead yeah, to get from the no Dodgers doubt. organization. Um, I'd like to get a Puig bobblehead from the Dodgers now that he's with the Reds. Mm. That'd be a good one to have. No, okay, <laughs> fair enough. But it would be. I'd do. <laughs> I, I'd get a Mike Piazza one. Moving on. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> the look that you gave me was worth it. Uh, all right, we're going to get into the final four here in a little bit because nobody expected the final four that we got. But this dude, holy gambling, because uh, we, we got a shout out to give to 29 year old Kevin Masali. He won on some of the longest odds you will ever see on his DraftKings account. So the first Saturday of the tournament, dude placed the last 14 cents he had in his account and this is a theme for him he his, his strategy is just to place really low low dollar bets that's small baby oh, yeah, bet he bets, small he bets a lot of things really small and so you know the payouts he's hit a few and they haven't been that big but it, you know if he loses he's only losing pennies at a time so yeah. he's just playing to have this fun dude, this he dude has a it. problem but he realizes he has a problem yes and so and he, he, mitig- it he mitigates it <laughs> so he has he's down to his last 14 cents does a 14 cent parlay through through the account. It was like seven games, right? Yeah, he had to hit seven games. 10,000 to one odds that he would nail all seven games. And he was just betting the over under on uh, seven of the games through the first weekend. Hit all seven games. 14 cents flipped into $1,345.78. Good Lord. Yes. Good Lord. That is such a fantastic return on investment. And and dude said when it came down to the final game, uh, it was uh, the Auburn game, the the 5-12 matchup, and he was, you know, sweating bullets. <laughs> well, yeah, at that point. Right. So He hadn't been paying attention. You know, he kind of well, said it and then ignored it, wasn't right. expecting a win, so, you know, had it of his mind. But realized when it got to the Auburn game, oh, my God, I have the chance to win this. And sure enough. So that that's my question then. If you lose that game, like I understand you only lose fourteen cents, but in the better's mind, mm. you really lost thirteen hundred dollars, right? right? Like yeah, you're not yeah, no doubt. you're not thinking, ah well, it was only fourteen cents. Yeah, like no, if no, it no, gets no. down to the seventh game of a parlay and you lose that, you wanna burn down the world, right? right. Like I mean, you're ready to be, murder everybody. It'd be like getting all of the numbers in the Powerball. Except for the Powerball, and yeah. you win, you know, a couple million dollars or whatever, but really, you lost whatever the jackpot was. <laughs> you didn't get that half a billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hit the jackpot. You lost that much money. So, yeah, no, shout out to him for, for nailing that one, and, you know, that I got to talk to my man the next time I'm betting parlays. As soon as this story, as soon as you found the story and shared it into the, the group chat, I went to my bookie and signed up for the, with the 12-ounce code. I was like, all right, my bookie, here we go. You use 12-ounce sports. I'm matching my deposit of a dollar, and I'm going to be betting for weeks with that one because 
I didn't even think to do just penny bets. Yeah. Who would have thought to do that? N- not me. Because you're, you're thinking bet big, win big. So right. if you're betting that, that small, you're thinking you're not going to win. But if there's any chance that I could turn 14 cents into a thousand. If I could, if I could turn a quarter into five bucks, I'm happy. That's, right. that's a brilliant scheme. I love this dude. <clears throat> Update. Yeah. Trevor Bowers, three outs away from a no hitter. Oh. Oh, away from the no hitter. Joe? Joe. Joe's really Yo, mad. Why are you, you talking talk about, about this? <laughs> I'm surprised. Shut your mouth. I'm surprised he only said no hitter once in that update because normally Scott likes to come in with multiple no hitters. Yeah, like you're doing. <laughs> Just like that. The buttons might get muted. I wasn't even going to say it. I wasn't even going to say that. Actually, currently, the Braves have a no-hitter going on, too. So there. I oh, jinxed there us go. both. All right. We're going to jinx Good anybody. Good call. All right. Uh, last story of Upper Deck for you this week. Game of Thrones coming back here in a few weeks. I'm excited because I caught up. I have blown away by it. I have so many fan theories that I've been researching now because I'm I'm in this. Now you see what you've been missing out on. I do see what I've been missing out on. I mean, that's what happens when you don't have HBO, and then you get HBO, and you're like, cool, I can watch cool shows again. Life uh, Yeah, I did the same thing. Funny enough, I did the same thing with Sopranos. I, I missed all of Sopranos, and then right before the last season, I got caught up and watched the last season live because that's when I got to the dorms and we had HBO in the dorms. I've uh, seen a total of one minute of The Sopranos, and it was the end to see how it ended because people were upset. <laughs> You're missing out. You're I remember, missing out. I remember the ending, but I didn't watch Sopranos, and I actually didn't then watch it until it's been about – Six years or Such so ago now. Show. I didn't watch it until about five years out of college. And I've watched it again since then. It's such a good show. And it immediately shot up to one of the best shows. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Before I finish the story, Sopranos or Game of Thrones? Give me a minute. Go okay. ahead. All right. Anyways. I really uh, need to think this, about it. <laughs> this year on Game of Thrones, they do all these guest stars. Like Ed Sheeran was in the one episode, which threw me for a loop. Okay. And back on that point. So they do all of these. And I remember when they announced the Ed Sheeran thing and they said, eh, you know, it's not really that noticeable. And I had forgotten on my second rewatch through because I'm all caught up again for the second time. Yeah, you you lapped me. It was <laughs> I did I did laugh you. It was the only one that I noticed on the second time through, and it was because it was so obvious. It took me Dude. out of it. Where it was like, oh, come on, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, hang on. Let's go. go ahead, Anyways, go ahead. there will be a, there will be a, a an appearance this year. Joey Bosa is apparently signed on to to make an appearance in this season's Game of Thrones, um, along with. Noah Syndergaard, which is... No, no, no. Noah Syndergaard already appeared. He did? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, him you and even, Josh Donaldson. Yeah, you didn't even notice... I totally him. missed Noah Syndergaard. Exactly, wow. because it wasn't Ed Sheeran singing. It would have been much more obvious if all of a sudden... Is that Knight over there throwing a baseball? <laughs> Is, is that one trying to hit it? Did, oh, did, that's did, did they make like this ball out of wood and metal and they're throwing it? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's how I felt it was with that chair. Yeah. They, they show up in the scene and dude's singing and it's like, come right. on, man. He yeah. could have just been a dude. But well, and to make him sing. And he's got such a unique voice that it's like, yeah. as soon as I heard it, I was like, is that Ed Sheeran? Oh, that's right. He was in this. Yeah, oh, it takes okay. you out of it. Uh, there, there's only one thing that we could say to Game of Thrones for that. Sell out. No doubt. Uh, But Joey Bosa, look for him because you'll probably miss him unless he's wearing a football helmet and tackle somebody. And then is that a charger in the background? (laughs) That's Joey Bosa. Him and the Bud Knight will show up together. (laughs) 
King gets sacked by Joey Bosa. Who would have seen that coming? Welp, winner is over. That would be great if Joey Bosa was the reason that everything was saved. Not only did they introduce him, Joey Bosa saves the day. They've done all this world building, story building, and a guy just shows up. And Jon Snow's literally like, hey, aren't you Joey Bosa? And he's like, I'm here to take you. Shows up on a Clydesdale with a Bud Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Loudbeard wants to know more excited for final season of Game of Thrones or Avengers Endgame Avengers Endgame Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. I see I'm not caught up on Marvel so I'm Which, more excited for Game of Thrones that was my other thing I now have gotten you indoctrinated on Game of Thrones Star Wars and my next mission for you is the MCU all right, I'm on board. You're in, I know you. Will I mean, be. we did the math. You it would was not be disappointed. It was just more. Like you been it was more time to watch Game of Thrones than it was to watch every Marvel movie leading up <laughs> to this one. So I probably should have gone that route and saved myself a couple hours. But uh, Game of Thrones is more accessible. It is much more accessible. I'm going to have to buy stuff or rent no, things no, to no, get no. I'll help you out. All right, I good. Got you. I got you. Yes, just yes. like with Game of Thrones. <laughs> I got you. Killing it. Uh, all right, so. Game of Thrones. I can't tell you, hey, you've got to get caught up on all this stuff and then not allow you access to it. I mean, I gave you the Star Wars movies. You've got yeah, yeah. the HBO. Like, I can't just say, oh, yeah, you really need to do this, but good luck doing it on your own. So don't worry. I got you. Fam. I'm going to watch them. When I watch those, I'm going to watch them in the chronological order that they always mm. talk about, Like, because it's not the release order. Yeah, the chronological. Gonna, I, yeah, I need gonna, to do that. I've never done that. I'm going to watch it that way. That's how I'm going to get caught up on Marvel uh, and all of those movies. I've seen bits and pieces of some of Like, I fell asleep watching Black Panther on Netflix one time. That's racist. I mean, it w- in fairness, it would have been anything. Like, I could have fallen asleep to anything that night. I sure. mean, in fairness, that is the one that he chose to watch. Yeah, I did okay. pick it. Yeah. Also true. Also uh, true. I saw it. So shut up. Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Robert Taylor says, hashtag fire stick. <laughs> Dude, that scares me doing that. I'm afraid I'm going to be the one person that Amazon catches. And they're like, you're never allowed to do Prime again because you jailbroke your fire stick. <laughs> There's worse like, punishments. Everybody else does There's it. There's worse punishments in the world than being banned from Amazon Prime. Oh, no, man. I, oh, I don't know. Stuff. You see all this stuff around here? This is all Prime, baby. Brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> we, whenever a, a microphone breaks mid-show and it's like, well, we need a new one for next week. Let's get that through Prime. Uh, yeah. Prime wave. <laughs> <laughs> so, your thoughts on Game of Thrones? Dude, and... it is such a good show. It's so, it's so right? good. So, I still don't know, like, anybody's names. I know four characters, I think, in the whole show. I know Cersei. I know the the blonde chick. I still call her <laughs> Khaleesi. And I, I know that's not her name, but what is her name? Well, well so, I was going to say, I mean... Daenerys? Yeah. Daenerys, that's Daenerys it. Daenerys Targaryen, but yeah. I mean, Khaleesi works. I mean, yeah, but even though that's the name for nobody, queen... Nobody called her Khaleesi for like four seasons, and I'm still like, <laughs> ah, it's Khaleesi, and, and then nobody's saying it. I'm like, did she change her name? What happened in this show? Uh, I, Jon Snow is... Uh, that kind of creeped me out. Spoiler alert for everybody. You might want to mute your uh, radios. Uh, radios? Are people listening on the radio? It's your computer or your phone. Uh when when Jon Snow was banging Khaleesi and they revealed that they're related, I was like, that's gross. And then I realized there's a lot of inner banging, uh, inner family banging <laughs> in that show. That's gross, except for they've done it 
all the way up right. until now. Yeah. It's it's actually the least incestual thing that they've done as in a lot of situations. A, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. And then I was like, oh, wait, like one of the first episode of Brother and Sister were banging. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, so I don't know why there's a lot of banging going on, in, like cousin and, and sibling banging in that show. That's a little weird. Uh, but, you know, old times. Uh Old times. It's a made up world. It's not even necessarily old times. It's true bloodlines. Those true bloods. It is old times. It's back when dragons were real and shit, right? Like, that's, that's a real old thing. Old times. I like the fan theory that, uh, that Game of Thrones is a futuristic post apocalyptic world and we just like are recycling. We go back. back to, yeah, we're just going we fall back. fall back into old things, only they're dragons. And then there's nowhere. dragons and, and zombies, zombies and shit. <laughs> All right, so that pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Like, when they first introduced the White Walkers and it was zombies, I was like, man, this is another zombie show. Like, damn it. I, I get that it's like a fantasy world and there's dragons, but I, like, I wanted an escape from zombies because I feel like everything is zombies nowadays. Well, like, I'm I, so tired of zombie shows. I'll say that it's kind of odd that you came with that conclusion when you're watching it now because when this show first started, that was when Walking Dead was at its zenith and popularity and everything, so it almost seemed to me as if it was just piggybacking off that's that. what i'm saying now, like, well, and, all, but now it's kind of fallen off to where zombies aren't necessarily a thing anymore. i'm zombied out like I'm well, so and, and so it's them. funny to hear that you still had that thought because when i first started watching it i was deep into walking dead and so it didn't really phase me but i see yeah. in re-watching it how it was oh this is kind of weird that you have this medieval thing and you're you're ready to accept dragons and stuff like that yeah. because that is within the genre but then zombies kind of pulls from other stuff and yeah. so you're like that's kind of weird that's that they what, right that's what pissed me off like I, I thought white walkers could have been they don't have to be like dead people they could be some type of magical yeah supernatural being, force ice creatures yeah, yeah they don't yeah, have to be zombies that pissed me off uh but man that night king is a fucking badass that dude scares it when he when he killed the dragon okay so that was the that at that point, when I'm deep into it, and he kills the dragon, and then they drag the dragon out, and he puts his hand on the dragon's head, and the eyes turn blue, I was like, oh, shit, the world is fucked. <laughs> world star. <laughs> I, that was, I was watching I always like put it on my tablet, and I do dishes, and I, I like watch it while I'm doing dishes, and that was one of the first times in the whole episode, in the whole season, where I was just like, oh, fuck. I went like old school, like yelling at the movie I just, screen. <laughs> I wish he would have dropped the dish. It was like, Straight stone cold stuff. <laughs> what happened? The, the dragon's eye just turned blue. I told. I told, I ran in and told Alex. I was like, Is Alex, Alex watching it with you or no? no? She okay. does not give Got a you. shit. As a matter of fact, I've been in trouble because every time she walks into the room when I'm watching it, there's a sex scene on. She thinks I'm just watching porn mm, while I'm doing dishes. Yeah, like she's yeah, convinced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's convinced that I'm just watching. I'm like, no, it's Game of Thrones. Watch for like another thirty seconds. This will be over soon. Yeah. And then she leaves, and then she comes back in, and somebody else is getting bent over a world. table. There's a lot of a lot of dickless people in this world. <laughs> You've got an entire army that doesn't have a dick, and then Theon gets his dick cut off. I mean, there, that was a, a weird dick chopping going on in this. That world. was a weird sex scene with the the uh, gray worm that when Ooh, he banged that yeah, chick, yeah, and yeah. I was like, that was for the ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, we've had all the six scenes with the guys, but hey, ladies, we can do one for you, too. I know, ladies, every once in a while we show a dude's butt, but here you go. This one's just for you. Now we're going to turn things down for the ladies. <laughs> uh, Robert Taylor says, get to the Connor talk already, so I know what's going on. Uh, is Connor going to be in Game of Thrones? 
You know what? He would make more sense than Joey Bosa. What if I, I'd just because he's got a crazy accent? I'd love to see Conor McGregor just like do the walk into a scene, just be like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And oh, that's the Night King, man. Oh, fuck him! And then he gets killed, and he's like, "Ah, uh, yeah, retire." <laughs> just real quick, uh, no hitters over. <laughs> Oh yeah, he got he got pulled he got pulled in the seventh. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, he, I didn't, he didn't know it was he a wasn't combined. the one that oh, okay, he wasn't cool. the one that gave up. Well, it. Brad, Brad Hand, you are a loser. No hitters gone. He got pulled in the seventh. Wait, so we had one hundred and seventeen. That's, that's the Two second exam- time this yeah. week that somebody's been pulled with a no hitter going. Well, he. Bauer was at 117 pitches when he got pulled. You got in the seventh. You got a no hitter going, care. bro. You got a no hitter going. You can't pull a guy getting it. No. All right, no. let's. Game of Thrones is awesome. I'm really pumped yeah. uh, for the final season. It's going to be dope. Wait, wait, wait. Who's uh, taking the throne? Uh, dude, I can't even. I can't even begin to tell you. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, a long shot pick here. If I'm putting two cents on this at my bookie, I am gonna go with uh, Sansa as the one who takes over the, the throne. Uh, I'm going even longer shot. Samuel Tully. Oh yeah, that dude. That, the the bumbling be, fool yeah. for in the entire series is going to be the one who ends up on the throne. You know why? Because J R R Martin is a fat. J R R Martin is it? Is it J R R? George. George. George R R Martin. Sure, George J. J R J. It's J George. It's J George R R. It's George with Martin. a J. It's Jorge it's, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Hip hip. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but so, he is a fat nerdy George guy. George JP. R-R- he he R-R- has yeah. gone his entire life being the loser. That in that the unassuming that. loser guy that. is going to be the one who somehow ends up in the throne. I can't tell you how he's going to get there, but somehow he's going to. I mean, the one. there there could be something to that because he was the first one to kill a White Walker in the series. He's, so maybe he's had these integral parts, and he keeps popping up at critical moments. So it just seems like. Somehow he's gonna be there gonna, at the end. He's gonna be the dude. He, either he'll be the king or the hand of the king. So that's, that's my a prediction. that's a name that I was like, I'm putting 14 wait, cents on who? it. Who is this dude again? And then I realized who you were talking about because that's I don't know characters. So when you said the name, I was like, uh, yeah, I think it, oh that guy. Okay, yeah, I was gonna All say right. you can remember just because. Yeah. Well, they call him Sam, so calling him Samwell. Right, Joe. Who you got taking the throne? No one. Oh, you think you think. The, Everybody dies? It gets destroyed. Mm. And there is no more one ruler. Deep. That's a deep thought right there. I don't know how I feel about that one. If it ended that way, I kind of would be pissed. Not or maybe it just fades to black. <laughs> that happens and everybody gets pissed again. A <laughs> dragon takes over the throne and burns the whole place on fire. That would actually be funny. It goes, it be goes, okay they're all sitting at the, the like restaurant that the, the little girl's friend works at that he like makes the bread and shit. Oh, the fact they that all just, Patrick. they all just walk into that place one at a time and sit down at a table. And then all of a sudden the Night King walks in and it goes black Oops. and the series La- ends. La- <laughs> Loud Beer's giving it to Aria. Oh, all right. That's that's a that's another. One I that's like good too. I like the theory that she's dead, and that's uh, the way I've seen, taken over her body. That's I've a good seen theory. That that right? theory. How how crazy would that be if the final scene was the no face man pulling off the mask of mm. of Arya? That was your final scene. He pulls off he the mask on the throne. He pulls off the mask, and he's uh, Littlefinger. Oh, what about dude. that? What about that? Huh? How about that for a fucking Little, crazy twist ending? Littlefinger's dead. <laughs> That's what you think. All right. <laughs> uh, so we kind of hinted. Let's let's move on from Game of Thrones. I could get 
Uh, we could be here all night. This has been Craft Brew Game of Thrones. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll get back <laughs> Craft to Craft Brew Thrones. We'll get back to Craft Root Sports right now. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about our uh, motherfucker of the week. Uh, let's get into that one. I'll go first since we already kind of uh, brought to you by my bookie. Brought to you by my bookie. Um, we'll get my bookie we'll get, or my bookie. What did I say? You said my bookie. I said my bookie. Bye bye bookie. Bye bye bookie. Thank you. Uh, this week, my choice for motherfucker of the week is Orioles head coach Brandon Hyde. Uh, he came and pulled out his starter, David Hess, six and a third innings into a no hitter. They had a six nothing lead. He said Hess's pitch count was getting too high. It was eighty two. Bro, ridiculous. Bro, uh, the Orioles ended up having to hold on to win that one. Uh, they ended up winning the game six five. If you've got a six nothing lead, it's the seventh inning, and your pitcher's at eighty two pitches and. You're and the it's Orioles. a no hitter. Yeah, you leave that dude in until his you arm falls off. You already know off. that this is the most exciting thing that could possibly right. happen to your team the entire season. Shout out to Hess though for like just laughing as he Hess took it in stride. I, I mean, I guess from what I read, because I don't know too much about Baltimore's pitching staff, but I guess he's an in between guy where he's a long reliever slash starter, and this was kind of a, an emergency type situation anyway. He's in the rotation by necessity. It's not. Don't matter. Like, you don't take no, out. No, right. I mean, I'm not saying that it's, but it's not as if. He's the ace of the staff, right. and they yanked him. So I'm just making excuses. Either way, totally a motherfucker move. But yeah, good for him for not. He could have said, "Trade me, dude." Now. I would have gone. I would have torn apart the dugout if I got taken out in the middle of a no hitter like that. I, I mean, there would have been shit everywhere. You remember that scene in Playing for Peanuts? It went viral where uh, Wally Backman gets pissed off about a call and he ends up throwing like bats onto the field, throws the bucket of balls onto yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. catch her, get out of the way. And he throws the, the balls. That would have been me. If my coach took me out, I'd have been Lloyd McClendon with it. I'm taking first base. <laughs> See ya. Y'all can play this game, but you're going to have to get a new first base. What now? Or <laughs> since Lloyd did that, maybe and you're the pitcher. All right, cool. You taking me? I'm taking the rubber with me. <laughs> Nobody's going to total rubber the rest of the night. I'm yanking this thing out of here. I'm digging this out of the dirt. <laughs> uh, such a motherfucker move, Joe. Who you got for motherfucker of the week? Uh, Connor McGregor. Ah, uh, yeah, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, he decided that he was going to retire when nobody believed him, and then he said, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm unretiring. I'll see you." This was definitely trying to be a stunt of. Oh, he got me out of retirement to fight him going across bold lines on Twitter. No one bought it at all. Eight days. Eight days he had retired. I, that from was the my sport. thing. So weak. At the very least, I thought it would last a little bit longer, the charade. I mean, none of us thought he was actually retired. No, nobody, but nobody, yeah, the, nobody the was over on board under was higher than a week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, and okay, you made it eight days, but still, I mean, it, it, you got the over. Yeah, you, you won your. <laughs> I mean, the, but cents. I would have figured the over under was three months. Like, you would have said, "All right, at three months, we'll probably know that he's not actually retired." But well, um, and and that's it. You you wait until you're ready to announce the fight, and then it's all right. Connor's coming out of retirement, but he couldn't keep it up that long. I also I would agree with Connor being the motherfucker just because of the shit he was saying on Twitter. Like you can't, yeah, you can't tweet about a dude's wife and say. You're you're married to a towel, mate. And then he was like, eh, "Surprise! Underneath the towel's a goat." Not uh, like cool dick move. Uh, and I'm a Conor fan. I love Conor McGregor. I I wanted him to win that last fight, but I enjoy Conor. But there's 
there's a line. Yeah. And you, you, when you get real personal with somebody, you can do all you like. I can say all I want about you. I talk about your wife and kids. You got every right to beat my ass. That's a habitual line stepper. When right. You do that. I mean, <laughs> it, and, and that's how I it use goes. That right? like, I use that right. Right. You can. You can yes, say yes, all yes, you yes. want yeah, about you, your opponent. You. Point for you. Thank you. Thank you. You cannot go into religion and and somebody's wife. That's, That's just, a dick move, man. It, man. Uh, real dick move on Conor McGregor's part. Uh, so do you think the fight happens now? I mean, do you think we get uh, McGregor-Habib too? Nope. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, did you see Dana White came out and, today and said, y'all got to stop? Like, yeah. Well, which okay. I think I think Habib, I think Habib says no. Well, no, I, well I that's mean, the thing. I don't think I don't think Habib wants to fight him. I think uh, I mean, what's Habib got to? He's he's got nothing to prove. He beat the shit out of McGregor the first time through. He's got no reason to fight him again. All the more reason unless, to fight him again. Well, unless it's I just want to beat your ass. Again. Yeah, that's, that's the it, only. That's it. I want to beat your ass in a legal setting. Right. Because if, if he rolls up on him it. on the street, you can get arrested. You get him in the octagon again, you can legally beat his ass. You know what though? You wouldn't get arrested because McGregor is the type that you can provoke him into throwing the first punch so easily <laughs> and suppose. then Habib could beat the shit out of him and not get arrested yeah. for it. Uh, so I think there's ways around it, but I, I agree. I don't think the fight's going to happen just because there's no reason on Habib's part. What's your uh, pick for Motherfucker of the Week, Scott? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Because <laughs> this dude got Cliff April... Carlton King- Kingsbury? Yeah, this dude got April, okay. f- a- April Fools in the worst way. So Sean McVay, him, and Patrick Mahomes are out at dinner. They're, you know, hanging out. Mahomes, or not Mahomes, but uh, McVay and Kingsbury have mutual friends. Somehow... <laughs> Uh, McVeigh was able to get into Kingsbury's phone and change it to one of his mutual friends. McVeigh has the friend text Kingsbury <laughs> as Roger Goodell. Change the name to Roger Goodell in, in Kingsbury's phone. Says, you know, to Kingsbury, oh my God, I can't believe you're out to dinner with Mahomes. That's tampering. We're going to have to talk talk about, you know, draft pick compensation. <laughs> Kingsbury basically shits himself, <laughs> thinks that he they're going to lose the number one overall pick. And this just goes to show you that the man is not ready for a job in the NFL. He was duped by such a, a low-class move. Uh, I mean, funny on Sean McVay's part, but any head coach worth his weight and salt would would have known that that's not how it works. Right. And just right. dock the team of the first overall And it's pick. not tampering to just like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner. Yeah. Not having tampering. dinner. I mean, you're not, there's no way of Goodell knowing anything that's happening at the dinner, but yeah. Plus, I mean, they're old friends. Right. Yeah. What? Loudbeard Loudbeard says best prank ever. I do have to say, I hate April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day is stand it. the Worst product marketing test day is the worst day of the year. Uh, I just can't stand companies being like, "Well, I hear like Mad Tree in town put out, oh, we're gonna do pouches of beer. It's a, uh, it's, it's like yeah, Capri Suns, Suns but it's beer. But, but that did birth us Dreamsicle, but, right? But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why it's product testing marketing day right. because they just put shit out, and then if people are like, actually, that's not a bad idea, then they're like, oh, okay, they're like, well, well yeah, we were it. serious, yeah, I mean, we was... were gonna do that. But when people are like. Oh, that's disgusting. It's like, yeah, I know. It's April Fool's. Fuck you. It's like McDonald's put out a thing in Australia where they were like, it's an all pickle burger. I, I will say, though, that uh, I did feel for you because when I woke up to go to work on the second, so it's, but the story came out still on the first, you know, Monday night. I, I saw the first, one of the first things I saw was, oh, Hunter Green having Tommy John. And I thought, oh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. April Fool's Day joke. 
And then I got to work, and they're like, hey, so this Hunter Green thing, is this serious? And I was like, what are you talking about? There's a April Fool's they're like, no, no, he's really having Tommy John. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, that was awful. That sucks. So when real news comes out on April 1st, Dude, that's the and you ignore day. it, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> like, is that the worst day ever to announce any big news in yeah. your life? Hey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> nope. No, really. I'm really pregnant. Here's this autograph. Wow, you really went to you went to great lengths on this. No, seriously. And, and also, wow, my life is over. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for going from from joke to crap. The, dude, the Hunter Green story, though, it didn't disappoint me as much because he got sidelined at the end of last year. Like, they, uh, he, hurt his, he hurt his elbow, and they, it, he pitched in the All-Star game or something like that. And they were like, all right, we're going to shelf you for the rest of the year. We'll do a second opinion, see if we need surgery. And they decided not to. So even if he had done surgery right then and there, he was still going to miss all of this year anyways. So it's not really like all it did was delay him a couple of months. I'm not even saying it's bad that you know the surgery. It's just in in general that the Reds had the number one overall right. pick. They you know very excited about him. It, you know it's two years ago and last year he struggled in his first year as a pro. So it was already kind of where. Not saying that you're doubting him because he's so young and he's still got so much potential. But as soon as you hear Tommy John, even though we're in an age where it's not as devastating as news when we were growing up, it's still just. Can the Reds ever catch a break? No, they can't. And this has been Motherfucker of the Week, brought to you by my My bookie. bookie. (laughs) I use the promo code one two o z sports all one word. Get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on Twelve Ounce Radio, uh, and then put that knowledge and into practice at my bookie. Sorry, I fucked up the read. Uh, make sure to use the promo code 12OZ Sports. Get that bonus. You find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12OunceSportsRadio.com. Uh, can we talk about Le'Veon Bell? We could do that. All right, let's do Le'Veon Bell. Let's do this. So, Le'Veon Bell, ladies and gentlemen, Le'Veon Bell is now a rapper. We wondered what he did all last season while he sat out, and apparently. He, he he dropped some tracks. That's what he was doing. He, he dropped was, that hot fire. Le'Veon Bell was in there with the pen and the pad, and he... <clears throat> where's my snare? <laughs> I, I'm not on the field, so where's my snare? Uh, but Le'Veon released this rap track and then tweeted it out, asking if this is fire or trash. <laughs> Let's listen right now, and we'll make a decision whether or not this is fire We'll make or the trash. call live. This no, is... I got a stone and you fuck. Trash. It's pretty trash. <laughs> like right off the bat, it's like, hey, this, this is trash. I see that I'm in the news. And they not signing me back, but they got to pay for it too. Oh, I didn't even catch that lyric. I'm only going to be the truth. My name is fresh out the pool. Dude, and the video is garbage too. The video I did, you know is funny? the worst. I did see the video floating around. I hadn't heard it. That's the first time I've heard the lyrics. Um, I feel like if you're going to go... That route as an athlete and in, in his situation where there was all this controversy last year, if you're going to go there, I'll go all the way in. So I needed to hear something about, you know, Ben Roethlisberger raped her, uh, <laughs> you know, a- a- Antonio Brown's my homie. Like, I, I need, you know, uh, Tomlin ain't shit. Like, I need all sorts of just, just go off the deep end. Just, just, just start roasting everybody. Well, this is only a portion. Maybe he does. Maybe he yeah, does later. I, I, I need uh, him to just go all the way in with it, like, you know, 
the, the, the Rooney family ain't shit. <laughs> just, just, just go all in and say, Roger Goodell, can somebody pick? Just all in on it. So, uh, you know, it, it's weak in that sense. It's, it's already garbage, but he didn't go all the way with it. You got to take that baton to the next level. He did half step into it. He's yeah. like, uh, like, I'm a trap rap, but I'm going to timidly do it. Is this what rap is nowadays? Like, I'm so I, far I don't removed. know. Yeah, I'm, not I'm even such an it, old so man dad now. So the now. AAF folded. <laughs> Wait, real quick. Trash? Trash or fire? Um, it is like the AAF that folded. Trash. Trash, trash it is. All right, trash. Let About me to beat this piss test. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I, I need more. Let it's me unbell you trash. Go real, <laughs> go real controversial with it. Keenan Allen called it trash too. Keenan Allen tweeted out yes. that it was trash. Let me unbell. Got mad. all in his feelings about got it. He was like, mad. "You could have just texted me this, bro. Why you got to put this out?" <laughs> and as you Kenan, tweeted, yeah, man, you as Keenan Allen pointed out, then don't put it out there asking, yeah. "Is this bad or not?" If you right. don't want to actually hear it, right? But that's the world we live in. People don't want to know. Actually, they're expecting. Haters gonna hate, man. Yeah, they're Haters expecting gonna the hate. praise, and you know, he was thinking, "Oh man, everybody's gonna think this fire." Like I do, I think this is fire. So everybody else will. Oh man, one of my own a fellow NFL guy <laughs> shot on me. That's messed up, man. I expected this from Ben, but not you, Keenan. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, trash, Le'Veon Bell. AAF, folding, done. <laughs> Tabari wants to know can we please get a crying, laughing Berlon montage? <laughs> he has been asking for it for the past couple weeks. <laughs> and I think we need to make it happen. <laughs> You know, just be on a lookout in a couple weeks. I was when gonna our- say when we drop that high fire, <laughs> we'll just, that's what we'll do. I'll, we'll cut this up so that it's just me laughing, and then we'll tweet it out and just go fire or trash, and then tweet that out there. <laughs> tweet it to Le'Veon Bell and Keenan Allen. Hey, uh, hey, we just want to know between the two of y'all is this fire? Or it's trash? just me laughing uncontrollably. No, no, and what we'll do is we'll put you laughing uncontrollably and crying, but we'll put it to the beat that Le'Veon Bell just dropped. Maybe, maybe auto tune you a little bit and just be like, hey, y'all. What about this track? Is this this a trash? Yeah, I don't know about you, but we don't do a lot of work around here. So it'll literally just be a cut and paste of sections of the show of Mike. Look, I don't do much work, but when it when the when time calls for it, I'm in. All right, I, I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it because I that's a lot for me to handle because I'm not gonna be able to do that. I can't. I don't have those. It's kinds like follow up questions around here. <laughs> you, we don't have them. We prepare <laughs> one thing, and if you try to deviate from that, it is not gonna work. That out. was not in the script. <laughs> <laughs> AAF uh, gone. <laughs> He said, "Put the, yeah, Tabari's in agreement. Put the levy on track underneath the laughing. All right, yeah. Scott, if you want to make this work. But, like, isn't that, like, infringement or something? Uh, like, mean, like, because we're making money off everything now, so, like, <laughs> we can't get right, demonetized. That's a good point. That's How good funny point. would that be, though, if Le'Veon Bell retweeted or tweeted back at us, it's fire, but I'm taking y'all to I'm court for suing you. stealing my beat. We made it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll go, to, I'll go to court with Le'Veon Bell. I don't give a shit, because at the end of it, I'll be like, cool, man, uh... We made zero dollars from this. I will give you all of that. <laughs> Thank you for putting and our name out there. And then he takes all your money for court fees that you have to pay for him. Joe, with your goddamn logic, every time you just come in with real logic and you just shit all over what I'm trying to do here. How's your hand? It kind of hurt from that. <laughs> it knocks it knocks right up, right up against the post. Uh, anyways, AF folding. Uh, there was rumors that it was happening, oh, and then it happened, uh, I mean abruptly 
real quick, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, AF was just like, yeah, we're done uh, with this and completely closed down the league, essentially, leaving players stranded. These dudes had to get their own flights home. Guys that are injured are just on their own with their medical bills now. Uh, just a complete mess on the part of the AF. Uh, I... I feel like we shouldn't be surprised by this, but I'm kind of surprised by it. I, I mean, I'm surprised because it didn't even make it one full year. I, you know, it didn't, from yeah, all the rumors that weeks. we heard at the beginning of the season, you know, t- it was two weeks in when it was, hey, they might not payroll, make payroll, then the 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 buying out and all that stuff. But we thought I, that was Vince. We thought that well, was conspiracy. The, the conspiracy theory is fine, sure. But at the very minimum, I thought, well, XFL got a full season. This will get a full season. Like it, it'll go down as another failure, but it'll be at least one and done. This, this was a half and done. <laughs> I mean, what, what is that? All right. So, what is worse, the AAF folding before the season ends, or Steve Spurrier saying that Orlando is the champions of the AAF? Without playing the playoffs, Steve which Spurrier. is worse, Steve Spurrier? That's pretty bad, right? Steve Spurrier. Yeah, that's anytime, bad. You, anytime you give yourself Steve an, Spurrier, <laughs> you uh, you know what's even worse? The fact that every team in the AAF, even though it lasted eight games, had more wins than the Browns while Hugh Jackson was there. Ooh, snap! I didn't even put that together. Oh. That is a killer snap. We were a terrible. We were a terrible football team. Everyone. That's all right. You guys are going to be great now. You got Odell. You got yeah. Baker. Yeah, Super Bowl champs. But staying on topic, staying on topic. Uh, anytime you give yourself a nickname or declare yourself a champion, you're. you're you think, you're, you think you're Spurrier's going to come out of his own pocket and get all of his players' rings? Like AF championship man, rings? I, I asked. He ain't got that money. I asked Scout Team. Yeah, he does. You kidding me? He was selling tickets to a cruise. I he asked was Scout Team for this your week cruise money. When they were doing the show, what happens to the cruise? The cruise was sponsored the cruise by the was, team. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. That, that was a bamboozle job right yeah, there. there. Is that bamboozle. the fire, that was is that fire, fire fest? festival? Hoodwinked. It was a fire fest cruise. <laughs> Steve Springer went with the Let fire Let astray. Watch Ja Rule pop out and be like, nah, this cruise is still cool. Hey, you guys can, you can all hang out on our... Okay. No, my bad. All right. Who's sucking it's dick to make this cruise still happen? Who is it? Who's who's the, who's the one who's sucking dick to make the crew still float? We gotta still make this happen. There were people who were like, "I'm in there with the OBC this summer." They're disappointed. Look, if Vegas is paying out people for you know the league folding, then people either need to get a boat cruise. <laughs> Why did you mute him? Why did you mute him? Let I'm making good that points. Yeah, that was boat a, cruise or blowjobs. Something was good. promised. I was just letting it ride, and you had to go mute them. Man. Oh, man. Usually you well-time the mutes, but this show, i got to bring in the question your muting skills. <laughs> wow. Wow. This just got... <laughs> what you mean? That was well-timed. I stopped it right before you said it, and then unstopped it. That was well-timed. <laughs> that was actually like the definition of a perfectly timed mute. true. Just hold my dick. Oh, goodness. Uh, all right. So, AAF folds. Do we think the XFL is going to make it now? Like, the, Vince McMahon sold a shitload of stock and he was like, we're funded for three years. But that's also what the AAF said before they needed an infusion of cash no, after two weeks. No. I mean, oh, wait. I, am I supposed to expect that the league that 
came out and <laughs> didn't have anything to tell us except for that it existed two years ago. Is now and no song. criminals. Yeah, I mean, and we're gonna stand for the anthem. Yeah, no kneeling. And our ball's gonna be red, white, and blue because Merca. <laughs> and we got. One we're gonna those. have cities. There's gonna be cities. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It just. There's, I, I don't have any faith right now in a, a spring football league. I feel like the concept is good. It could work. But as long as there's no affiliation with the NFL, financially, it can't sustain See, I don't think itself. that's the case. Go ahead, Joe. You were gonna... I'm just, if you're the XFL and you just watched this, you, watched, you saw how many people did not actually watch the product. What do you, why not just say, Nah. No, because no. At that point, you just need to get a better TV deal. Because that's if you look at the numbers, the AAF. I, and I've seen that argument. The AAF's number, their viewership rose ah, week over week. The Braves no hitters now over. Oh, ah. so disappointing. Well, Sorry, Joe. We're in the same oh, Lonely Hearts Club tonight. Man, no, I can't no believe hitter. that. Wow. Jinxes are real. Yeah. <laughs> I f'd us right in the A. The flag's been flipped, bro. I know, but it sounds funnier to say F and It is way funnier to say that. <laughs> uh, you could have also said we took one right in the pooper. That's also a funny Ooh, way to say yes, it. yes, yes. Anyways, uh, so I think the AAF, the problem was, like, they did have viewership week over week. Week one, they killed it, and it was like, oh, okay, but it's the first week. It's right after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah. Then the next week, it grew. They had more people, and then the third week, they had people watching, and then it fell off. So my question is, is the the problem more that they're doing cities rather than just letting people like if you're doing a, a, a league that's not the the premier professional league, right? Is it better to do like a touring product, kind of like what the big three does, uh, or what that new pro lacrosse league is doing, where they're touring around to different cities? So instead of having the Orlando Apollos, you just have the Apollos, and then every week uh, you're yeah. in a different city, no, I, and I, you have five, six games, or whatever, eight I games think you're between Saturday something. and Sunday. The, the big three maybe has perfected the model of the offshoot professional league, where they're just not married to any one thing, and it's just kind of this, for lack of a better phrase, it's a traveling circus. Uh, like, yeah. all right, we're not going to marry ourselves to cities or arenas or whatever. We're just going to say, hey, we're playing here this week. Come right, see come us. Come see us. Yeah, we're playing come here this out. week. Or, or, you know, and they announce it again. Hey, we, we might nail down these cities, so here's our – this is our season city tour. And mm-hmm. we're going to be in these cities on these dates. If you can make it, great. If not, we'll catch you next year. If not, it's going to be on TV. You can watch it on yeah, TV. Yeah, and then like, making sure that it's televised somewhere where people have access to it. The right. big three is on you know, Fox Sports. It's not right. hidden. I, I, no, yeah, I, I don't know. Ironically enough, I think that Vince McMahon needs to have a sit-down with Ice Cube and figure things out. I, I, no <laughs> doubt. Like, I, really well, think I mean, he really doesn't even just sit down with Ice Cube because he does it already with the WWE. That's they true. Yeah, I mean, city. he has yeah. the model. He's, right. got, he's got cities on lockdown. Right. I mean, he was in WrestleMania. He was in whatever, Candlestick Park or whatever it was a couple years ago. I mean, yeah, it's, he's it, got the cities on lockdown. Right. right. I mean, actually, he's got the model. Like, he's kind of perfected the model. The the he WWF. just has to know if people want to watch football right. in the summer. Right, and there isn't a WWF per city where it's, right. you know, oh, hey, this is my hometown, whatever. Well, and that's what it's was... It's a traveling That's circus. what was hard to get into with the AAF. Like, 
scout team was able to get into it and be on board because they're down in Florida, in the they're in Orlando, and yeah. it's like, yeah, this is our team. But we talked about it on the show, Cincinnati, who are we supposed to cheer for? It was yeah. like, well, here's the map. If yeah. you're in this area, we were supposed to cheer for Memphis because that's the team. No, yeah. fuck you. Fuck Memphis. I don't want to cheer for Memphis. Like, I yeah. want to cheer well, for my I team. Mean, and I remember the first time the XFL rolled around, I picked Las Vegas because I thought the color scheme and the logo yeah. was cool. There's, but there was no... But there's no ties. And right, you don't I was have that say, vested interest. It was just, I'm a fan because it's starting up and it looked cool. Plus right. it was, oh, it's Las Vegas. So I just picked it. Right. But yeah. So unless you're going to do like 30 cities and have 30 different teams where it's like, all right, well, now we've got a national audience because we have 30 cities invested in this. If you're doing eight to 10 teams, make it a traveling circus. Roll up in a goddamn train Get your elephants and the the clowns out of a car and then put on a, a show for us for a weekend and then disappear. And it's like, cool, that was really fun to watch. I, I sat down. You can sell tickets where you watch four games in a day and then you get to like come back for the next day, the next session. Yeah, and or, the sessions. Yeah. yeah. Or... Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. And then I'm Oh yeah, they'd have to play they'd have to play a Saturday, Sunday, where they have Right. Like Because there's what, eight like, teams in the league, right? Yeah. So, so two games a, on a Saturday and two yeah. games on a Sunday. That's uh, that's my, amazing. My man Mike Stockmaster says XFL for life and also said nice hat to me. Uh so. Tabari was ripping on you because you got a uh minor league baseball team hat and a college shirt. Tabari's also very you gotta keep things tight with Tabari. Like you gotta have it's all gotta come together in one thing. Like, I was just going because it's all Navy. I mean, I just... Uh, no, nah, but it, I mean, it's, see, you've never met Tabari. Tabari has a very... I have met Tabari. He was on the show. Swing and a miss, bro! <laughs> Jesus! That, hey, that's, that's... We just got the leader for the montage with the rap button. That, that crying laugh right there is, is your leader in the clubhouse. I mean, I have his mic muted right now, so he's not blowing up the sound, and oh he can still God. carry over everything. Oh, my God. You've never met Tabari. Mm, yep, kind of have. Kind of have. Yeah, that's... Uh, wow. Man, motherfucker of the week right here, me. I flipped the flag. I forgot Jesus, Tabari was on the show. Dude. Uh, hit me with the eleven point seven percent. Hit me with it. Hit me. With, I deserve it after that. Good lord, please hit me. What? Motherfucker, you. Safari said, "Let's go, let's It was an easy one. It, it barely got a few lips. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I've met him. We hung out. Like, it's, <laughs> I totally forgot Safari was on the show. So the final oh, four. <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. The final four. Uh, we've got Virginia, who got knocked out by a 16 seed. Uh, the five How the seed. How fuck do you go from losing to a 16 seed one year and then final four the next year? How does that happen? Because you got knocked out by a 16 seed. That's a good seed. point. Yeah, that's a good There's point. all the motivation you need there that's to make the point. final four. I had them making the Elite Eight and losing to North Carolina. So, I mean, I had them coming almost this hey, far. I think we discussed this. No one cares which picks you made. I think we discussed this last <laughs> week. I don't care about your picks. No, your bracket? No, bro. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, so it's Virginia. We got Auburn, who was a five seed. A lot of people had them as one of the five twelves getting knocked out, but here they are. Uh, Texas Tech, who I don't think anybody outside of maybe you know Michael Crabtree and uh, Cliff Kingsbury had uh, them going to the Final Four. Cliff Kingsbury didn't have that. Yeah, he was bitter. He, so was, he, like, he was like, no, they're going out in the first round. <laughs> they're gonna be like. Where's Arizona in this? That's who I'm picking to win it all. Uh, and then, you know, Michigan State, who toppled Duke. They're there. But that's not that shocking because 
once upon a time, just talking about you know picking brackets, I didn't do this, but it used. I used to have a rule. I would start by putting Michigan State in the Final Four, no matter what the the seed, what Dude, the thing was, yeah, because it's tough to pick Tom against Izzo. Izzo. Just has a way of finding himself there every year, and I had them lose. You know, I had Duke beating him because I mean right, right, everybody right. had Duke in the final and either winning it or you know losing it to someone, but it. It wasn't shocking that they lost to Michigan State. I, I, I had said when looking through, is like if anybody was going to beat them. Well, and when you see how Duke's tournament went, like looking at it hindsight, yeah, it's like man, they could have lost twice before that. Like no, they well, were this close. Coming, they almost lost to UCF coming into you know the Michigan I mean? like, State game. That was what I thought. They're going to lose this game because the preceding two games they won by combined right. two points. Right, right. <laughs> it's it's very like that. That team's tournament was so precarious that it's like, man, this they're about to go out any week. Like, any game, they're gone. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you got Michigan State? Yeah, Izzo's about to. You can play with fire with lesser teams, but as soon as you get to those teams right. that are traditional, you know, and they've got great coaches like Izzo, is, you know, you, you can't mess around with that, and that's just how it goes. Uh, so who do you who do you got winning it now? Like, where if you're, re, if you're doing your bracket Izzo. now, you're going Izzo, Izzo. you're riding the Izzo yeah. train. I mean, because look, look at the teams that are left. I mean, it's three teams. He is the only you, guy that's been there. Right. And it's three teams that otherwise not a single person had in the final four. I bet you could find a decent amount of brackets that would have Michigan State just because, I, like I said, people will just say, oh, it's Izzo. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So there are more people that had Michigan State in their bracket than had any of these other three teams. I'm going with him. And I, I mean, I guess. I'm wait, the other wait, wait. Yeah. You didn't have Virginia. I had Virginia in the Elite Eight. But, I mean, after losing to a 16 seed, I thought that was pretty generous. <laughs> right, like, yeah. That's, I, like, I, that I, is... I did think that there was this motivation factor because a lot of people thought, oh, well, they'll lose in the second round because they'll be motivated enough to win the first game and then, you know, take the foot off their gas because, well, they just want to prove that they can best that first seed after, you know, losing that game last year. But I, I did think, nah, they'll be motivated at least enough, but I thought North Carolina would have been the one to stop them. <laughs> North Carolina didn't even make it that far. So that I think that's what's crazy. Like everybody wanted North Carolina Duke, and then both of them went out. And that's so how we should have known that it wasn't going to be right. Because like, whatever matchup anybody really wants, it's never going to never happen. happens. It's, it's never going to happen. I want Texas Tech to win it, and here's why I want them to win. Because Chris Beard, their coach, uh, somebody was like, they asked him this week, hey, how's it feel at your first Final Four? Like, this is a big deal for you. And he was like, I've been to tons of Final Fours. I've been to like 24 Final Fours. I was drinking beer in the lobby during them, but this is my first time coaching. <laughs> but I, I've been to tons of Final Fours. And I was like, that's my dude. That is such a good way to answer that Look, question. I, I, I have been drinking beers in the lobby. I uh, will say, this is one of those Final Fours. Any team could win it. It won't upset me. All of the teams left, I don't have a single thing against. Yeah, I don't no, care. Any there's, of, no there's no bad blood. Yeah, there's no villain. But the there was form. no villain anyways. We talked about that before. Duke wasn't even a villain this year. Yeah, but I mean, there still could have been... A, you still could have made an argument for a villain if it was a bunch of ones and twos just because... Nah, no, I mean, you could have just still, because somebody would have found something to make you know somebody who's a villain? villain. 
Auburn's a villain in Tennessee. That's the only villain because you know but if I'm a if I'm a Tennessee, Tennessee fan, fans I, are I, pissed. I tweeted that out the minute <laughs> Auburn made it to the Final Four. Was that if you are a Tennessee fan, you have got to be pissed that that could have been you. They would still have Bruce Pearl, and he probably would have made it to a Final Four years before now. But all of the sanctions and the the underhanded recruiting and him and this was getting like fired Tennessee's Auburn, year. This was the Tennessee yeah, team. They're yeah. like, this is it. We a got lot, it. A lot, and a lot of people had them in their final four. Yeah, they were they were a good pick for the final four, and then they bow out early, and Bruce Pearl makes it to the final four. Ironically enough, Tennessee the reason fan, I didn't pick them to get to the final four was because they lost in the SEC tournament. SEC tournament to Bruce Pearl. I thought, nope, <laughs> it's not gonna. They're not gonna get that far because they lost to their former coach, and it just it's not gonna work. How how pumped is Bruce Pearl to know that Tennessee's out and he's in a Final Four? He's got to be stoked, right? Well, I I don't know that he's all that upset because he got fired because he broke the rules. It wasn't as if Tennessee fired him because they. Mm, I think he's still pissed. Like, yeah, I mean, he could still harbor some Ill, Ill will, but at the end of the day, it wasn't as if Tennessee fired him f- for bad performance. They fired him because right, they right. had. To. Yeah, 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 Tennessee no, sure. had him. So I mean. I'm sure there's still a certain amount of, ha ha, you know, I got here and they didn't. But I don't know how mad you can be at the school that fired you because of the rules you broke. I think you're still throwing up double deuces at that school. Just being like, I mean, I'm petty, so I would. But <laughs> I mean, I'm still throwing up double deuces to Ohio State and Arizona. And <laughs> and Mata no longer works at Ohio State. And, and Miller's on his way to jail. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just how I roll. I'm, a, I'm that kind of dude. All right, let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little Masters, okay? Because it's Masters week. It's the Masters, <laughs> a tradition like no other. This is uh, so. This is a very intriguing tournament to me. Number one, because Tiger just shit the bed in match play and missed a four foot putt. To win his match, and he ended up losing his match. Uh, Tiger Woods doesn't miss a four foot putt. Like that's. Do you think? Do you think he did that on purpose, Joe? Do you think he was like, "I'm done. I'm gonna miss his four footer." Nah. Do you he, think he, he's just got the yips? He choked it. He choked it. <sighs> Tiger's got the yips, man. And then the question needs to come back: Is Tiger back? Yes, he's back because he was in the final day of match play. But he missed a four footer. That happens. No, it doesn't. Not to Tiger. It doesn't. Not to Tiger. You telling me 1999 Tiger would have missed a four-foot putt? Maybe. No, no. no. Tiger is not back. Tiger, <laughs> put it back on the quick hitters. Yeah, Tiger yeah. is not back. Old Tiger doesn't miss it. Uh, <laughs> the, the Tiger Woods that was on EA Sports games ain't missing that putt. Uh, what I want to see in the Masters is Matt Kuchar, uh, Matt Kuchar and uh, Sergio Garcia paired up in a, a pairing because they had an epic match play meltdown where Sergio missed a putt and before Kuchar could be like, why do I keep calling him Kuchar? I'm just going to say, oh, you corrected yourself, know. and then you proceeded Kuchar. to do it again. Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. I know it's Matt Kuchar. <laughs> I fucking know his name. Got to get redneck with it. Kuchar. Kuchar. I got, you got Kuchar. Matt Kuchar. Matt, Matt, Matt Kuchar. Uh, <laughs> before dude. Kuchar could, could, it could be like, no, nah, it's good. Sergio like tried to tap it in and missed. And then uh, the way the story goes is Kuchar said that he went to the rules official and was like, hey, I don't know what to do with this because I didn't have a chance to concede or tell him that it was good and he missed the putt. So what's what do we do with this? Uh, which is a dick move because you know what they're going to do with that. They're going to say, yeah, 
he lost the hole. Like there's there's no he shot. He, yeah, he hit the ball before you gave him the putt, so it's over. And this turned into like an afternoon of Sergio Garcia just being furious on the course, which I would I totally agree with him. And Cooch, <laughs> Cooch is just like. I mean, what do you want me to do? I like do? that, right? Yeah. That like, sure you and Cooch. <laughs> the Cooch. Ooh, dang. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Cooch is like sitting there like, oh, bro, I try. I was just asking what to do about this. Straight it's- Jerry Maguire. The Cooch. <laughs> Instead of the Cush. He went with the Cooch. Uh, at one point, Sergio Garcia was like standing in front of Cooch, like <laughs> waving his arms at him in the fairway. It's like, man, you two are going to fight, and I can't wait to see it. I can't get over this. I don't think I've ever heard him referred to as the cooch. We may have just started something. We need to start. This needs to go viral. This could be, His new nickname I mean, is the cooch. I hope he wins the Masters just so that we can be like, cooch won, baby. Cooch. The cooch. The, the cooch dominated the again. The cooch got the green jacket. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's time we wrap things up. It's time. It is not. We got three more minutes to talk about cooch. <laughs> All right, well, you go ahead. All right, let's talk about odds real quick. Rory McIlroy uh, is the favorite to win, plus 600. Uh, Dustin Johnson at plus 900. Tiger, plus 1,400. Even after missing a four-foot putt, he's still right up there as one of the favorites to win. Uh, Interestingly enough, Cooch and Sergio both plus 4,500 in this tournament. Uh, So they're... I really want them to get paired up. I'm going to show my uh, non-golf knowledge. Let me see if I can see on the leader. Okay, cool. Uh, Dustin Johnson, what's, what's he doing these days? Plus, not he's the second, second favorite. Second favorite. That was the second nine to one. one. Oh, you ha- okay? So you had it on DJ here, and I did. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. looking for Johnson, and so I was like, uh, I don't see uh-huh. Dustin Johnson's name. I'm like, did he? I, my first thought was, oh my god, did he fall off? Have I not been paying attention to golf long enough? Did Gretzky? That he fell off? Did Gretzky's daughter like throw him out? And now he doesn't Paulina. golf anymore. All right, Paulina. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking Dustin Johnson. You're going nine to one. one. Yeah, I'm taking Dustin. That's Johnson. a good. That's a good bet. That's a. But the weird thing about the Masters, it's never one of the top dudes that wins it. That's true. It's, it's always, always that comes out of nowhere. Here's two things you can always bet on in the Masters. Number one, it's never one of the top guys that wins it. Number two, Fred Couples will be in the discussion <laughs> no until <doubt>. Saturday <laughs> afternoon and then all of a sudden, Freddie Couples just disappears. <laughs> like It's like, dude, is Fred Couples about to win the Masters? Oh, it's Saturday. No, he just lost. At nearly 80, Fred Couples <laughs> is still playing. And, oh, there he goes. Fred Couples is like, no, I'm feeling good. I'm hitting the ball. And then Saturday comes and he Finishes plus eighteen on Saturday. He, oh shit! I fucked this one up. My bad, man. <laughs> Shouldn't have played with Cooch today. That's my <laughs> getting paired with Cooch was a death sentence. <laughs> uh, who's your pick to win the Masters, Joe? Kevin Kisner. You're going Kisner. Thank you. I like that yeah, one. Yeah. He did win that match play tournament. Yes, he did. Going hot. Mm, I don't know though. That's that. Uh, he might have blown his lo- his load, his lot, or his, his lot. He blew his Kuchar, lot. Kuchar, Kuchar, his lot, his load. We need we need to stop getting the heavy beers from Mike. He I can't know, he can't do a show. I haven't met Tabari. What what is going on? Can't do a show. <laughs> My man doesn't know words. <laughs> How do you raise two kids? I don't. I don't. It's all my wife. I just sit there and drink. Uh, This train's off the tracks. I'm fucked up. All right. Uh, The the train is on the tracks. It's just you trying to drive it off. Me and Joe keeping it on. You're the back end that keeps fishtailing (laughs) while we're keeping it, trying to keep it afloat. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you being here because otherwise 
People would have tuned out a long time ago on this one. <laughs> I don't even know what it, it, I don't even know what shit he was talking about. He just said banging Paulina. <laughs> That'd be Paulina Gretzky. No, I know it. I know, but I'm saying in the context. Dustin of what Johnson it, is. Oh dating. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, should he's right. should he's got Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Kepka? Brooks? Brooks Kepka is jacked. That is he, he that has, dude. He has lost 15 pounds Tomorrow since last year. I know if Cooch blows his lawn at the Masters. <laughs> We have a winner. <laughs> All right, we know that Mike uh, consumes this one, but uh, Consumer Can It, before we get into it, is brought to you by Tavor. Head on over to Tavor. <laughs> And get all your beers delivered to you right to your front door. Use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Before placing that first order, you can get $10 off your second. Also, Consumer Candidate brought to you by More Labs, our new sponsor. I'm going to need one of these tonight. Yeah, because all you have to do is drink one bottle, morning recovery, while you're partying or, you know, drinking and doing a podcast if you're Mike. You bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off of your non-subscription purchase. Uh, consume. I'm going to consume. consume. We know. It's a good. It's so good. This beer is so good. When we know it's you so are going to consume it. I like it. I like it. You've consumed way too it's much. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Was it more the taste of the beer or the booze of the beer? Both. Both. <laughs> it's both. First of all, it is like... It, so it's boozy. It's, it's very it boozy. boozy. It's very boozy, but it is so good. Like the hoppy flavor, I don't know if it's just because I got used to it, like midway through the first sixteen ouncer, uh, or if it's just that I'm drunk at this point. But man, is it, it the flavor is so good. Uh, not a whole lot of fruit flavor. Very hoppy. Uh, I'm gonna need to brush my teeth definitely multiple times, but it's good. Consume. I am uh, definitely consumed. This this beer, wow! It, it's such the evolution of where we are. You are as a I'm show so proud of you. IPA. No, I mean it. Just when when it started, I'm not gonna lie. It it came out so strong that I thought as as much as I've come as far as I've come in my IPA. As much flavor, as I've come, as yeah, as much as I've come, as as Mike as I've come with these words. Um, <laughs> As far as I've come with my flavor profile and my ability to handle these IPAs, I thought, this is this really tested it. I don't think I'm going to last. It's good. The flavors really shine through. It's boozy, but it's not boozy in a way where it overpowers everything and that's all you can taste. So it's the best kind of boozy where you get the flavor and the uh, experience. So, yeah, consume all the way. Dump mm-hmm. truck of the gods. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know how this one's going to go, but Joe, consume it or can it? <laughs> Consume. Yep, that's uh, it. There was never a doubt. Nope, I could have asked him that before we opened the beers, and he would have been like consuming. It Uh, it does get more alcohol boozy than IPA boozy. So if you're not a big fan of when things get alcohol boozy, this might be one that you want to stay away from. But but it's good. Good point. point. Uh, Such a good beer, man. Uh, Triple consume for Dump Truck of the Gods Mega IPA. Dumps like truck. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, uh, we got to get our votes in. I'm going to sing it again. <laughs> Have you voted yet in the poll? Because I didn't vote yet. I didn't cast my vote I, officially. I did. You did cast? All right. I did, and I'm just going to go on ahead and take the, the upfront money. You're going to take I, I the mean, upfront? I don't feel like there's a way you can lose, but I know everybody wanted to say who, you know, uh, well, people who say, but I'm really good at managing my money, and I'm really afraid of going broke. 
I would be perfectly all fine with somebody handing me this money and being able to manage it well into the next generation. So uh, I'm just going to go on ahead and take the lump sum, and I'll be good to go. I you am, don't get any less money. You just get it sooner. Yeah, I'm not worried about managing my money. I, I'm going back to my point before about how your endorsements are only while you're playing. Like Most of the time, you're not going to get good endorsement deals after you've retired. Unless you're like that an was, athlete, that, that was the most solid trends. point that kind of made me pause. Was the fact that there's so much other money that you're able to get while, while you're, you're cashing yeah, checks. Yeah. Like if there was a thing that made me think, you know what? Maybe I would defer. It would be that. But at all things being equal, and you're just looking at the contracts straight. All right, this is the money straight up. You're not if, getting anything right. else. If it's just looking yeah. at the contracts, then give me the lump but sum. I, I but do as an to, athlete, I was going to say I do have to pause a little bit because you've got all sorts of endorsements coming in for the length of. And your And if career. you think about it, the only dudes that are getting endorsement deals after they've retired are the generational athletes, like your Jordan, right. your LeBron, your Bryce Harper like, when he yeah, retires. Frank Robinson selling some pills for Magic Happy Time. <laughs> I, I was thinking Joe Morgan selling Hondas, but Joe went there. That'll work Two too. weeks in a row with dick pills. That's where we went this week. Uh, but no, like you don't get those deals afterwards. But like as a player, you're getting yeah. so much more supplemental no, income than just your contract. So I would rather take less money from my contract knowing that I'm going to supplement that with endorsement deals. And then once those endorsement deals are done, I'm still getting a million a year until – 2035 or whatever like Bobby yeah. Bonilla and still cashing checks long after I've retired. Uh, there was one of my uh, friends who did point out who's a lawyer and this is where he goes, the, you gotta depend you gotta kind of influence by where you are state tax wise. That's a good point. So That's a good if you're point. in California yep, yep. or Texas where those uh, well no that. Texas doesn't have it but California or anywhere where there's a really steep state tax you do have to kind of factor that right. in. So Florida Florida uh, you got no income tax. Right. Yeah. I mean you gotta say if, if you're not worried about it so there's all sorts of factors but you know what this is the rare uh, would you rather, you know, where I don't know that you come out a loser either way. No, you're, going, you're, you're, you're winning. Like, you're still getting the money. It's just how do you prefer to get it? And, I mean, you come out, you're getting a lot of money no matter what. Joe, how did the people vote? America has voted. 53% say they want the backload. Boom! Boom, I convinced people. No, I don't, I, and I'm not mad at those people. I don't think no. that they're, they're like wrong. There is no wrong answer yeah, in this I, one. I, like, I legit say whatever works for you and your lifestyle, whatever way you think you'd be most comfortable with, do that. You do you, boo. Yeah, do you, boo boo. <laughs> we got to get a mic out of here. This has been a goddamn fun show. I get flipped the explicit water. flag <laughs> 10 seconds into the episode. I, I ruined it. I ruined that. I forgot Tabari was a guest on the show. You don't know Matt Kuchar's name. Matt Kuchar. Uh, Matt Kuchar <laughs> is a damn good golfer, but apparently he's a dickhead. Uh, Jesus. Cooch. The Cooch. The Cooch. <laughs> I think that might be the name of this episode. The Cooch? The Cooch. The Cooch. All right. <laughs> the We're going to get a lot, of, a lot of disappointed people when they click on an episode titled The Cooch. Well, if you start it, if you spell it K-O-O-C-H... <laughs> They're gonna wonder, so we're gonna get we're gonna get the people who get, come in just to see what it is. People are gonna be like, "Oh, there's cooch in this episode." Oh, you motherfucker! You mean, we can, you we mean can. down in the Chattahoochee? <laughs> yeah, it'll be 
be like it'll be like scout team with the Kardashian thing. We'll yes. just hashtag yeah. it cooch. <laughs> we'll get all the poor off from people. Hey, and the Mia Khalifa tweet that happens in right. about a half hour. So everybody look for that. Make sure you retweet that from Mike. Yeah, we'll get all the people that just pour in thinking they're getting cooch and the oh, it's just a couple assholes who don't know how to speak. Cool. You just ruined my night, reminding me of the Mia Khalifa tweet. This has been Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys Ooh, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Mike sounds so disappointed. So I'm not really. You can follow him at Mike Berlon. <laughs> follow me at Mike Berlon. I'm going to do that Mia Khalifa tweet right after this episode. Uh, you can follow the show at Craft B Sports. Follow Scott at Scott K underscore junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. I'm so glad that Joe's back in house. And Joe, you're not allowed to leave any more Thursdays. You got to be right here, sitting right in your chair, keeping me in check, making sure I'm not saying stupid shit. Uh, um, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the drunk line is not operational right now, but you can always leave a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. 440 37 drunk. Shout out to 12 ounce. Thank you, 12 ounce. Yes, as, as always. always, you guys are awesome. Uh, be sure to check out all of the shows on 12 ounce. Listen to Scott. Uh, drafting tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be there morning, in the morning. You did not convince me to take Bucking Broncos. I so. forgot. Well, we got you got too drunk. We got we really got into cooch. Cool. I got really into cooch. You're deep I in the cooch. All right, we'll see. You <laughs> Wait, guys. that isn't like the the cooch isn't a good <laughs> no, reference. No, no, no. no. Wait, <laughs> to the face. We'll, we'll Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> cooch. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.